2019. Real quick, a fist for you guys. Woody, Buck Lightyear, and the rest of the gang embark on a road trip with Bonnie and a new toy named Porky. The adventure's journey turns into an unexpected reunion as Woody, like Beethor, leads him to his long lost friend Bo Peep. As Woody and Bo discuss the old days, they start to realise that their worlds apart when it comes to what they want from life as people. Okay, so we are ready to get started. Um, hands up if, like me, you thought, when you watched Toy Story 3 back in 2010, if you thought that was be the last time, you would see these characters, you know, Buzz, Woody, Jesse, Whistling, Dog. Hands up if you thought that was the last time. Because I don't know if it was, cause it was a brilliant ending, it looked like, it looked like, okay, the toy's now gone on hard, it's now time for us, the fans, to come with our own ideas. So I was quite sceptical when Toy Story 4 was first coming out. Because um, I thought, cause my view on sequels is, are they being made because you've got a great story to tell, or is it because these scripts are coming like Disney, War Brothers, Universal, all that stuff, they're making them because they can. Um, and so I thought, the I thought, oh, okay, that doesn't look bad. And yeah, I actually think Toy Story 4 is the best out of all four. 
and we start with a brilliant flashback uh, to a time, um, I'm not sure, between Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 3, when Toy Story 2 Andy, and it helps to explain why Bo Peep was absent in Toy Story 3, because Toy Story 3 was absent, we don't really get a chance to explain why, because a lot of action is going on in Toy Story 3, we get a chance to see what, what happened to Bo Peep, and the fact that he had been given away by the bus. We move to the present day and we see how the toys are adjusting to their new life with Bonnie. And Woody, he appears to be the one struggling the most after spending many years with the leader of the gang, you know, top dog, the favourite, whatever you would call it. And he's now struggling. And this is because of the theme throughout the film. And Bonnie, she's now at preschool age. And clearly Woody thinks that she isn't going to cope and ends up sneaking into a backpack and ends up helping Bonnie, you know, by finding her bits of pieces. We tried to give us art supplies. They're supposed to be making pencil holders, but instead, Bonnie makes talkies. And back in the bedroom, Woody returns her. The toys, they're a bit mad then because they're like, oh, You could have got Bonnie in trouble, you could have been confiscated. And then Woody's like, Beast doesn't care about that. Beast's like, Guys, Bonnie made a friend! And they're like, Oh, great, she's making friends. Woody's like, Woody's like, No, no, she actually made a friend. I mean, it's and oh, oh, he's come to life! And I'm thinking, it's just a fork! How? And Forky, I find him very annoying. He's like, at first he's like a newborn child, you know, strongly poked with new surroundings, and surroundings. He just wants to go in the trash. And clearly, it's a good thing Woody ends up having to be the one that has to look after him and be like that parent. All those new new parents, I can feel you in this in this particular because that's how. It feels like before Woody and just back to what it's clear that throughout the road trip, Woody's going to be in charge of four. But on that road trip, um, Forky escapes. And Woody, he has to go and find him. And we have a nice little, they do sort of catch up with the band. And we have a nice little scene where they, they haven't sent the one way back and Forky. He's now starting to ask questions. We've got that thing to you see more. He's now trying to try to get into the Jeff's sense of running. And eventually, Woody lets him about his previous wife at Andy. Because he said, eventually they say, your job's to be there for Andy. He's talking about, who's Andy? He's like, no, Bonnie. Your friend's there for Bonnie. And it leads to Woody's head around this part of life. And as you can see that, Woody's clearly missing Andy. Right? And it's a sort of grief that's being demonstrated here. Not the grief of, well, a loved one's now being dead and gone. Because Andy's not dead. I mean, I don't know how far between Toy Story 3 and Toy Story 4 this is set. But Andy, he's not dead and gone. He's now living his own life in college. But Woody, it's that kind of brief where you, you've lost touch with a loved one. They've gone, you've gone your separate ways. And you know, you're never going to get to see that person again. And Woody, he's taking it really, really hard. Um, and this is what we see for the entire film. They eventually do get back to the van, however Woody stops when he thinks he's seen both Pete in an antique shop. And the two then they go in, I've never wonder. And this is where we first meet Gabby Gabby. First, it's words classic thing, it's like, oh yeah, she seems nice and everything. But after Woody and her, they struggle with our conversations and then they talk about Woody's voice box. It then make up turns creep as we see that she wants the voice box. Because she needs to be sick, because hers is broken. And Woody, he never escapes, but Forky doesn't, and ends up being trapped. Back in the band, Bonnie realises Forky's missing. He 
other, they are concerned with this, and they don't choose. They don't now turn to Buzz in Woolly's absence, and he takes matters of his own hand by leaving the band to search for them alone. However, ends up becoming more surprises at Harmony. It's here we meet Ducky and Buzz. But before that, we've got a little bit of Woody is now in the park, tries to find his way back to the store. However, he ends up reuniting with both feet, who we see has gone through a complete transformation. I love it! So much better than what we've seen in the first two films, because the figure says she still got the stereotype of father's wife heading the block. Here, she's her own complete woman. She's her independent self. So I love that explanation. Uh, they catch up, and we hear, and it's when we learn that Bo Peep has now developed a new sense of life as a choice. And thinks it's better to be without an owner. Because it's like, well, all well, kids come and go, they eventually get to go about them and you move on. Well, he then tells Bopi about his situation, how he needs to go back to the antique store, so that's before But first, Bopi's put reluctant to it, but then eventually she needs to help us in some At that antique store, Forky's with Guy Gabby, and she's trying to be sweet with him and all, but really, this is under ulterior motive, because clearly, Gabby, if he wants to get a voice box, he's desperate to get up. Um, so they try to strike across the body before we need a power for keeping nice and all like that because she knows eventually body comes back and then trap him. But this thing actually helps to set up some what one thing that I can spot already, and that's when we first meet Harmony for the very first time. And this I can spot straight away Gabby Gabby, the unrequited love. Gabby Gabby, it's clearly an odd. But Harley clearly isn't noticing this, and that's not because obviously the toys don't get noticed when they're being alive by the demons. It's just Harley just hasn't really noticed her at all by her whole life. And it's clear that we can start seeing, oh, okay. It moves from Gabby Gabby's motions from being creepy and downright beany to actually, oh, there's a box and something to the screen for it. And then Forky starts to have up, you know, the one Back in the car below, we finally meet Ducky and Billy for the first time, who at first don't really like us, because they think she's trying to nick their face for the first they're, they, they're, they're desperate to get a kid, and they're like, like, you try to steal a pencil, and Ducky tries to reach for some whack with his butt, but of course, because he's stuck with Bunny, happening over there, they were up with Bunny, and, you know, Ducky eventually does keep kicking both with his butt, and then at one point, Buzz tries to help her trap Ducky's butt, and they, that whole free escape, and they eventually end up meeting with Buddy and both feet. And first out towards the rescue, Blob is Ducky Bunny in tow, which would he get by in return they get to live with Bunny. And they're like, We're gonna get a kid and they're like, We're gonna get a kid get and you just can't have a guy going along like, Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get a kid, 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 kid. So, me speaking of that said kid, back in the bag, the other toys know they need to buy more time. Woody and Buzz, they're nowhere near back yet, they need to buy more time. So Jessie, she now steps up to the plate and flattens the tires, which the parents, when they see them, not too happy about this, may the dad, because clearly, for us, in our early, mid-twenties, who you know, have grown up with these cats all our lives, we know what's about to happen here. The dad's going to say a few not-so-very-kid-friendly words. Yes, um, now of course we can't say any of those, because obviously this is doubling as an episode for the pop. TikTok podcast as well. Um, but we all know what Daddy's going to do. So Mum gets Bonnie away so that Daddy can go have a little bit of a play in the session. Yeah. <laughs> nice little bit of adult humor there for those of us who have grown up with these characters for about our childhood. 
Now, the rescue mission begins with the group. Enter the antique store, and they end up separating with Bo P going after Woody, who has taken off after he's got body. Whilst Buzz is left with Ducky and Bunny, who and they, they need to work out how to get that piece of the tablet. And Ducky and Bunny, they have some brilliant ideas! I love how they get pulled in from the sequence of fantasy sequences, where they all end up, there's at least three of them that happen, and they all end up with um, the grandma getting terrorised, and every time they happen, and then and Buzz's like, we're not doing that, and I'm like, Because oh. <laughs> I would love to see them happen, I really would love to see them happen. Um, but no. And I was like, oh, God, they look such a book kill. No. But eventually the key just ends up being easy to reach. But meanwhile, she goes to get reinforcements, and we meet Duke Kaboom for the first time. And he's dealing with a bit of an issue. He's trying to get over a tragic experience when his kid, um, when he goes to a kid, lost interest in after five minutes when he couldn't actually fly the world commercial. And I love how it harks back to the first choice this film, where Buzz, you know, um, and have his big realization of he's at the toy when he tries to fly like that from like Buzz the Virtual and ends up crashing and it's that big realization where actually he's now a toy. I love how this type of way around it's the kid thinking that the toy can do this and that and then just goes, ugh, wait, doesn't. Um, so he then joins the group and the gang begins the rescue attempt and at first he's like, so okay until the Benson dummies catch them which leads to Buzz having to rescue Bo and Woody. Uh, the store cat also gets involved, and during this commotion, they fail to get forth. And Woody, he is desperate to get back in there. How uh, the others, they are pretty much shaken up. They are literally against it. And it's basically Woody to go back in on his own. And it's here when he makes the old difficult decision to basically give up his voice box to change the force. It's basically like, right, no more, I've got no choice now. You have to take it. You can have it, you can have the boys box, just leave before he can get back to body. And to me, this is why I think that the appeal of Gary should sort of change and should no longer be seen as a villain, but now as sort of a because in the end, it's Woody who gives up the boys box. It's like an organ transplant, like an organ donation. And you know the film's trying to set up Gary as a little villain by wanting to get a boys box by any means necessary. At the end of the day, it's actually Woody gives it up and for the, good of the, for the good of the situation and just knows it's, it's the other thing from this get forced back point. So the way, Woody ends up giving Gabby the voice box and it looks like things are okay. How are you Gabby? She's now got a voice box fixed and she now decides to go for it. She decides to go and get Harley's attention. At first when Harley picks up the doll, she looks at it and thinks, the girl's saying, you don't know anyone kicks to you and goes and Harley's like, Nah, we're right. Ooh, okay. This is when the scene turns up the emotion. Uh, for Gabby Gabby, it's a great big rejection that she never saw subcoming. You know, because you've got a plan before for it. You know, I get sick, have harmony, happy ever after. But it's perfect because it teaches Gabby Gabby that life does not work like that. And it's, a, I love how it personally demonstrates two main things. The first is the unrequited love thing that I point out straight away with first Arnie and how Yabby Gabby's been obsessed with Arnie throughout the entire film and yet Arnie's not looked at her in the same way. That's one main thing. The other thing is how it shows that Gabby Gabby has allowed her insecurity to get the better of her because he felt that 
if my boy's box broke, I need to get that stick, I need to do something to make calm your own to me, and yet it has not worked. And she's allowed me to think it was better than herself, where she just accepted who she was and be happy with that. She might have got it. Back in the bag, Buzz has gone back, and he has to explain the other time he needs to get back to the antique store. They're in luck when Bonnie realises she's left the backpack there. And the van heads back, where, and also Bo Keep, she also heads back to try and assist Woody. And Bonnie gets her backpack back, how, and Paul Keep inside, how Woody's staying behind um, to help Goey Gabby. And basically, he's trying to tell her nicely that the player of the fish of the sea! Obviously, he doesn't say that because that's because obviously you can see going she really is hurting. So you've got to be sort of gentle. But what do you basically try to tell her? There's plenty of other fish in the sea, you know? There's, there's other kids out there. And in the end, Gabby Gabby, you know, gets redemption for those of you who thought she's such a villain, but also gets something that I wish lots of had. Her redemption, I'm quite envious of her because I feel this would have been perfect for Lockwood. I just feel it would have been perfect for Lockwood. Um, so yeah, so going on, she spots a lot of kids and at first she's a bit hesitant, understanding, you know, she's just been rejected by, well, basically the love of her life, really, who's never really given her any attention. Uh, but then Woody and Bopi encourage her to go for it and eventually Gabby does do it, she makes the leap of faith and then Go, go and live with the lost kid. Be really nice for the parents. And I just feel a lot of should have had that. That kind of redemption should have been for lots of um, But I mean, it's great for Gabby Gabby, but you know, and in a way, it sort of teaches us how, because in a way, Gabby Gabby should get what she wanted, but just not how she planned it, because she already wanted to go to the county and all that, didn't. So, but then she does end up getting a kid, but it's not the kid she was thinking of. And it just shows how life works in very weird ways. And we can sometimes get what we want, just not how we might have planned it or pictured it. Speaking of kids, Bonnie, and obviously now I've got Hammy Forky back, but the toys, they know they need to get Woody back. And so they have to, have to create a diverse, Version because Woody's told Forky God to tell him to get to the carousel, which he does. And so, back in the way, the toys they now have to basically hijack the, the van. And they first they try to do it nicely by and civilly by having Mrs. Potato Head act as the voice of the GPS. However, the dad, he's out of it, decides to ignore it, and the van ends up driving into the carpool uh, after the toys having to hijack it. And this draws the attention of the police. Uh, continues that ring up of how Burke got East Light, East Light singing, Let's send Dad to jail! I don't know why he's obsessed with sending the Dad to jail, but every single suggestion he keeps bringing, he's like, You send Dad to jail? And he thinks, he's like, Oh, Dad's going to jail. Yeah. The Dad doesn't go to jail. He gets a little stern talking to And in this moment, the toys are allowed to act, and they go to the castle to meet Woody, and they leave Forky in charge of what's about. The rest of the toys, they do reunite with Woody and Bud Peep, and Bud tells Woody she'll be okay. Now, hands up, who else thought that meant Bonnie? No, not Bo Peep. Hands up, let, let, me, let, me, let me do that again. Hands up, who thought Bud meant Bo Peep? 
Okay, that's what I thought. And in the end, he said, Bonnie will be okay. And I'm like, what? Well, what? And basically, what Bonnie's saying is, go and live your life with both feet. You know, you've been given a second chance. Take it. Go and live your life with both feet. And in the end, Woody does, um, but not the full thing, a huge emotional goodbye to all his friends who become his family after all these years. It's such a emotional scene. I'm surprised I didn't, my war works didn't go, because I, I remember watching this scene first and I was thinking, eh, what's going on? Did not affect, when Bud, I thought Bud's saying, Bud, yes, he's fine, but no, it's Bonnie? And then when I do realise, ah, actually what it means, my war works, I can feel them building up. One of those rare times I can feel the war works are building up, but they don't. Of course, it's probably rare, but okay, because I don't think I'm about to handle it. The whole you people cry your eyes out of the Toy Story 3. That probably would have been me for Toy Story 4, but luckily it didn't happen. Uh, and in the end, Woody does decide to go and live with both people. And the rest of the toys, they go back to live with Bonnie. Woody goes for Pete. And Pete runs up. And Rex, he actually ends it perfectly. So, is Woody now lost? And Buzz goes, no, he's not lost. He's found. Which is why it's so true, because Woody, he's been having problems adjusting quite some time ago. And now he's made this big decision where to go with both people, live his life, and remain happy. We have to go back with this body. So I bring this to the film. I just want a quick quote couple of other things. I just love how this film, for the floor, puts my Pixar theory on full display. Because if you've listened to the one about Pixar podcast, you will apparently banging on several times about how the Pixar characters, whichever, whatever film they're in, whatever object in everyday life or creatures that they present, they have, they are actual living beings. They're not just characters in an animated film, they are actual living beings because they portray actual abilities that make us humans human. They can speak, they can sit, they can feel, they can touch, they can touch, they can express feelings, they can love, they can feel love for somebody, they can feel hate towards somebody. They're not just characters created in a film, they are actual living beings and we see that on full display. With Woody, you see how he's struggling to adjust, even though most of the gang have adjusted, you see how he's struggling to this new change in life and how the grief he's still feeling of missing Andy. You've got Gabby Gabby, who explores loads of deep emotions on hand. First, that unrequited love for Harmony. Then secondly, her insecurity, because she has allowed her insecurity to get the better of her. Because, you know, there are other ways any kid could have played with Gabby Gabby without pulling the, the cord. Like we've seen Andy do it with Woody over the, over the past three films. Um, but Gabby, she couldn't let that go. She could not let it go. And it allowed her to get the better of her and make her think, right, we need to have this to make her better. And she didn't. She really didn't. And if you just forget about that, she might have ended up getting hard off the rules. But, but, so it, I just loved Toy before because it shows my Pixar 3 on full display. So, that brings us down. It's been hard. I'll do the character first. I'm going to go with Woody because... Um, I feel Woody's gone full circle. At first, he's not, he's not sure what's making because of how he's not sure making with Jesse towards Buzz. And then, eventually, he's going back to Joe with him. By the end of the fourth film, he feels 
I just feel, oh, Woody. He's a lot, he's a troubled soul. Fuck, fuck, by any thought. So, I just feel, you need to be my man from Woody, and that is go and live your life. Go and do things that you want to do that are going to make you happy, and don't do any of what other people do. Because it's all about looking after you. So, I don't think that. Moment. Oh, this is hard. Because there's so many other mentions. You could go for, um, the ending. The ending. You could go for that. You could go for Woody having a little conversation with Forky about Andy. You could go for even Ducky and Bunny, their dream sequence. But I decided to go with, took quite some half thinking, but I decided to go with the scene where Harmony would get Gabby Because as I've mentioned plenty of times, how I love how it shows certain emotions. I'm not sure many people definitely not could when it comes to the requited love thing. I don't think they wouldn't understand what that is, but also it does show how insecurity can affect anybody, I think, and I just love how because it just shows it helps my theory on full display. So that's what I'm going to go with. 